If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's totally free and you will be able to get paid from your podcast with no minimum listenership. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. Join Anchor today. going on everybody welcome back to the b-sides i hope everybody had a great weekend and having a great start to your week it is tuesday january the 11th um i'm coming at you a little late tonight but better late than never before i started today i wanted to give a rest in peace to uh mr sydney portier um he died at the age of 94 um so kind of one of those guys like a betty white just like he was beloved by the acting world and all that good stuff. And even though I'm doing it at a much smaller level, I mean, pretty much without him, there would be no black Hollywood, black source of media without people like him. So I want to say hats off to you, good sir. Now you can rest. Rest well. You had a great life. Um, 94 years old, like I said. Um, thank you so much for doing what you did. We needed somebody like you in the world won't be the same without you but we glad we're glad we had you and also a rest in peace to mr bob saget he was america's dad and i was six when full house went off the air 1997 so it's not like i watched it remember watching it live at least but it came on syndication at nick and night so me and my sister had some good laughs from the syndicated show. So I thank you, sir. Rest well. Your attributes to the art was greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. Okay, so now on a lighter note, and I mean, using lighter pretty loosely here, um, Mr. Abel Tresfe, also known as The Weeknd, gave us a new album, finally. I've been waiting since... It feels like I've been waiting since um, September when he lost, not lost, when he won his last award for uh, the After Hours. He said, the After Hours are done and the dawn is coming. And I was thinking, like, it's coming next week. And that was in September. So we finally got it. I think it was the 7th of January, this past Friday. And that's what's been on everybody's rotation. So I'm just going to try to give you a different take away from what I got from it because he has 80 million monthly listeners. So I'm sure you've come across the podcast, a YouTube reaction or something of this. So I'm going to try to give it to you the best way that I can. Hopefully it's something different. Hopefully it's something that you haven't heard before. Hopefully it's something that you can catch now, now that I say it. But um, I just like the whole thing. I read a tweet 
the other day where he said, did you know that you're listening to a new trilogy? So I'm like, okay, so what's the new album going to sound like? Even though we just got this one last week, um, because we have the after hours, that's pretty much him dying from his drug induced ways and being a womanizer and all that stuff. Now we're at, uh, the Don, Don FM. And, um, he's saying, try to listen to it in a place where you're dead. And I never been dead before. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and it's almost like you're in a purgatory state and you're waiting to go to heaven or hell. And I think the new project that will come out probably 2023, 2024, um, is going to be called Afterlife or New Life or something like that. Um, and it's probably going to tell us where he ends up if it's either heaven or hell. So that's going to be interesting. But let's live in the now. Let's enjoy Don FM. And right out the gate, this was narrated, by the way, by Jim Carrey. So we got the title lead off track called Don FM. And uh, Jim Carrey's reading a poem pretty much. And he is saying, You are now listening to 103.5 Don FM. You've been in the dark for way too long. It's time to walk into the light and accept your fate with open arms. Scared? Don't worry. We'll be there to hold your hand and guide you through the painless transition. But what's the rush? Just relax and enjoy another hour of commercial free yourself music on 103.5 Don FM. Stay tuned. And I kind of think it's cool where he says it's an hour of free yourself. So, like, whatever you did in life, it's over now. So we're just trying to make peace. I think Abel's trying to make peace with God at this point. Um, and if he wants to go there, because I, I believe in my heart Abel's a good guy. Um, he wants to go and see the true light. So um, I'm hoping that he's getting his act together, even though these visuals are pretty dark. And even though I'm watching it now, there was a point where like, and it's just how I was raised. It's not saying it's good or bad. Um, oh, this is too dark. Um, they're showing sex or it's just no God in there. So you shouldn't watch this. And like up till about when I was, I want to say like 21, I'm like, uh, I, w I won't challenge this, so I'm not going to watch this visual. But, I mean, I still believe in the Lord and all that good stuff. But I also let people be creative and try not to judge. So it's a dark piece. Um, he just released a video for Gasoline yesterday. And they're, like, dancing. And it shows the girl, his love interest or whatever, he, whoever he's dancing with, being beautiful and then she turns into like a demon or a monster and so it shows like a fly young Abel and then it shows him like with his face cracking and everything when a light comes through um and it also does that to the old Abel the old Abel turns into like a ghoul or like a demon as well so I'm like this is a pretty dark piece so I wonder where he's going with this um I wonder if he does want to see the light at the end so it might be something that we might have to get the latest album from for we don't know yet um and sacrifice the video it looks like 
he's just like they're in a dark place. It's like the devil is portrayed as a woman and like her little demons or minions or whatever is just dancing around. But he's saying he doesn't want to sacrifice his time for her love if she doesn't want him. So pretty much what we've seen from him before, but it's just over some crazy 80 cents. It's bringing us back, what, 40 years? I can't believe 1980 was 40 years ago, 42 years ago at this point. Um which is insane. So, I mean, we're getting older. The only way to not get older is to die, and we don't want to do that. At least I don't want to do that yet. So, um, but yeah, that's just crazy that he's paying homage to uh, the 1980s, and that was 40 years ago. Um, a friend of mine, uh, John P., came over to my house the other day, and we talked about this album, and he was saying that um, the track after Don FM is called Gasoline, which I was just talking about the video. It's uh, owed to David Bowie in 1980s pop. And I was like, wow, bro, I could not put my finger on that, but that's what it is. Um, just the voice he's making, that's the style David Bowie's singing, just the heavy, rich synths in mostly all the songs. Um, so good ear, man. If you're listening to this, very good ear. Um, he has the third track, it's called How Do I Make You Love Me? And she's pretty much, she's been dealing with Abel, and his drunken shenanigans, or if he's on cocaine or whatever, um, she's been dealing with him for two albums now. So now she's clearly moving on. She has a new guy, and she's probably going to get married. So he's like, how do I make you love me? Um, I know you're still thinking of me when you're with him. Um, but this time, it's just pretty much too late because she's in love with this other man. But my favorite part of this entire album musically, is the transition from How Do I Make You Love Me to Take My Breath. Just the sense, the sense, and then the bass coming in, it's like real 1975, 1980s disco dance track, and I love it. I really wish I was alive during this time because musically it sounds amazing. Um, I finally got a chance to ride in the car and listen to it today, and it sounds good. Um, I'm not going to play anything because I'm trying to monetize on this episode, just like I do on my other episodes. And even though I don't have like a hundred thousand listeners like that, I would hate to get sued by the weekend. So, because I don't have any money to pay them. So we're just going to not put any music on it. I'm just going to tell you to listen to it on your free time. If you know me and I thought like you know me by now, it's been 30 episodes, 29 episodes. Um, I'm not really a long albums kind of guy. Um, he got, he has what, twelve songs, fifteen songs. My bad, fifteen songs, forty-eight minutes. So, it's not a real short list. It's not a long listen, I should say. And it also tells a story. So I think it will be worth the hour of your time. After uh, "Take My Breath," we have "Sacrifice," um, another dance track. Um, and he's saying, like, but I'm not going to sacrifice. Even though I still love you, you have a new man now. I, I don't think I should sacrifice any of more of my time to make you try to love me. Um, and then another one. It's not a song. It's a poem or just Quincy Jones telling what he's been through in his life. And he's saying, looking back now, I didn't know what it was supposed to be. And it's like raising kids, man. If you weren't raised, you don't know how to raise, you know? I just did the best that I could with them because they know fucking well I love them. 
but I didn't do the best I could. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't. I will never forget watching my mother get put in a straitjacket and taken out of my home when I was only seven years old. She was diagnosed with dementia parics and put in a mental institution, leaving my daddy along with me and my little brother, Lloyd. I later had an evil stepmother who further cemented the idea that I didn't need a mother. Growing up without one had had long-lasting impressions I didn't fully understand until much later in my life. It bled into my relationships with family and those I had been become romantically involved with. Whenever I got too close to a woman, I would cut her off. Part of that was vindictive, partly based on fear, but it was also totally subconscious. Looking back is a bitch, isn't it? So I wonder if Abel had the same kind of upbringing. I know he said he didn't hate his father, but his father just wasn't around. But I wonder if like his mom had some kind of mental hangup, and that's why he had Quincy Jones share that. Um, that would be interesting to know. Um, then after that piece from Quincy Jones, we got out of time. This track on this is probably my favorite. Um, again, he's just singing like, well, now we're out of time. I know that you got a new man. I know you're over me. Um, I never really got back to the man that I was when you first met me or I never got over the hurt, but now I'm out of time. Good track. Really good music. Um, I would go and listen to that. That's like my one or two favorites on this song. Um, here we go again, featuring Tyler, the creator. That was good. Tyler did some good rapping in that. Um, track nine is Best Friends. Just talking about having sex and being friends. Um, that one's like a miss for me. Um, is there someone else? Again, he's just trying to get clarification. I'm thinking if there's someone else in her life. Um, 11, we have Starry Eyes. That's a good track. Musically, it's amazing. Um, Every Angel's Terrifying. I don't really care for that track. Um, I don't know why, but it's like down there on the album for me. Um, don't Break My Heart. Again, just saying, I know what you're about to do. And... Just please don't do it to me. 14, we have I Heard You're Married featuring Lil Wayne. That's like two or three for me. Um, Wayne did his old school mixtape rapping on that, so I like that. And the last track that we have is The Phantom Regret by Jim. Jim Carrey's uh, last poem, and that was pretty good. So um, even though we have a couple duds on the album, maybe two or three duds, um, I give it a solid, like, hey. A solid A. Um, I know we're 11 days into the new year, but I say next year's Grammys, this could be up for album of the year. We don't have much to go by yet because, like I said, it's the 11th day of the year. Nobody put out albums really yet, so we shall see. But I'm giving it a solid A. I'm saying that he is uh, going to be up for that album of the year when the Grammys come around. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and I will be right back.
Okay, we are back. Um, thanks for sticking around. Um, like I said, if you have the time on a commute, on some downtime, cleaning your house, please listen to this album. I'm telling you, it'll put you in a good space um, before the start of the year. Um, next on the docket, we have a minute in sports. Um, I think when we last spoke, um, my Michigan State, no, they haven't played yet. Um they didn't play yet, so um, they played in the uh, uh, Chick Fil A some Chick Fil A something bowl, like the Orange Bowl or something like that. Um, but they played against Pitt, flat game. We were actually getting beaten to the fourth quarter, and Michigan State came back and said, "This is why we play in the Big Ten, and you play in the Big East or whatever conference." The I think Pitt might be in the ACC. I don't think so. Whatever conference they are, they're not a Power Five. That's why we play in the Power Five. You don't play in the Power Five. So, shout out to Michigan State. Fifth time since I think the program started, or the fifth time since they joined the Big Ten, which was in 1953, that they had a 11-win uh, season. So, Mel Tucker's coming. Tuck coming, as the kids in East Lansing say. So, uh... He has, what, two more grades, two more classes that were uh, Mark D'Antonio's dudes, and then they're all his guys. So I think D'Antonio's guys are juniors and seniors now. So get them on out. Get all your boys in there, Tuck. And I believe that we'll be running the Big Ten in a couple years, two, three, maybe four years is ours. Um, as far as, as my, uh, my Arizona Cardinals, we took another L this past weekend. I forgot who we played because I was just like in shutdown mode. I'm like, I just want this season to be over because really we keep losing games. So we're about to be not in the playoffs if the season is any longer. So I'm like, thank the Lord that it's over. We have uh, the Los Angeles Rams Monday night at 8.15. And I was kind of nervous, but my sister calmed me down today. Uh, she was like, L.A. is no good under the lights. So this is a game that you want to play where you're the only show in town. Everybody's watching because they implode. Um, so Kyler Murray is the X factor. If he has a great game, good, we win. If he doesn't, we lose. If he is in a shootout with Matt Stafford, we lose because Kyler Murray doesn't perform in those kind of games. Matt Stafford does. So we shall see what happens, man. Uh, we can speculate all we want to, look at paper, look at numbers, all that stuff. Uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me. It's 11 on 11. Offense, defense, 60 minutes. They got to go out and play. So we can talk all we want to, but they have to play the game. So I will be looking forward to talking to you that day. Um, I will be off-site doing a shoot with John Peter MC. Um, this episode was actually supposed to be his, but we had some technical difficulties. So um, I'm just moving spaces just for that episode so we can get that recorded. And um, we'll talk his new album, Say What You Mean. No, sorry, not Say What You Mean. Um, that's his podcast. Check it out if you haven't. Um, his new album is called The Way I See It. So I've heard it. That man came back with a vengeance. Um, he said it took almost two years to record. I say better late than never because it's fire. And when the public hears it, they're going to believe the same thing. So uh, we'll talk next week. I hope everybody has a great 
rest of their week. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next Monday. Bye.